Hey podcasters, I just wanted to take this opportunity. This is our promo before our main show. I just want to make sure that you are part of our amazing Facebook community. It is for active creative entrepreneurs and professional business owners from around the globe. It is not one of those spammy, it's all about me type of sales groups. This Facebook group, I actually created it to help build relationships, strong relationships and conversations. But more importantly, you can also plug into some of our special events and get invitations. But it's just a great, great tool. And everyone comes from a place of value, which I absolutely love and endorse. So listen, guys, if you're not already part of our Facebook community, make sure that you go to www.facebook.com. Okay, forward slash groups, forward slash become a game changer. All right, uh, I'll ask you for a few questions and make sure that you do that right now. Pause this audio, okay? Uh, go to the Facebook group and uh, introduce yourself and look forward to seeing you in there. Take care, bye. This is the Game Changers Experience. Deep dive conversations with leading business disruptors, Olympic athletes, celebrities, entrepreneurs, and influencers from around the world. This show will teach you insights about the winning principles in mindset, productivity, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, business strategy, and more. Hosted by Productivity Authority, business strategist, former elite athlete, author, and public speaker, Adam Strong. Hey guys, and welcome to Power Up Thursdays. I'm super excited about being on here today uh, because we're actually going to be talking about a really interesting topic that I'm really highly motivated, energetic, and passionate about. Not that I'm a, not that I'm not any of those things anyway, but I really kind of wanted to take this opportunity really and talk about a particular subject, which is all around increasing speed in your business, right? So where are we at right now? Well, there seems to be a lot of confusion out there in the world, in the business world, in the entrepreneurial world. And I really kind of wanted to take this opportunity more than anything else uh, to give you, I suppose, a methodology about how you can increase speed in your business. Because most of you are probably working from home and, you know, probably are out, still trying to find routines, still trying to find habits, even six, seven months down the line since the pandemic is here and things like that. It can be extremely difficult to uh, wait for normality, whatever that looks like, right? So I really kind of wanted to talk a little bit about speed today. And it's interesting because I've worked with, me and my company have worked with numerous companies, small and big. And one there was one particular company that I remember working with about a couple of years ago, actually. They were based in Scandinavia. And they drafted me in because they saw me. We wrote we wrote a few articles actually and published them on LinkedIn. And one of the one of the partners of the financial firm at the time contacted me and was like, "Hey, so we really love some of the content that you're creating right now, and uh, would love it if you could come in and teach our." senior management about how we can essentially increase speed in our business. I was like, okay, no worries. Cool. So I, you know, we sent out a questionnaire. I got, did some due diligence and preparation and we went in and it was interesting. So I, I was working with three or four of the main decision makers. So it was a, it was a small financial firm, but their turnover was pretty significant. And one thing that I noticed, I just said to them, I was like, so tell me what, what is the big what's the real reason why I'm here today? And they're like, so one of the reasons why you're here is because uh, being a financial institution or a financial firm, uh, we don't seem to be 
as productive as we could be. We don't seem to be making fast decisions like we, sh- we should do. And we don't seem to be moving at the speed that I'm happy with. So I'm like, okay, cool. So one thing that I really noticed, okay, one thing that I really noticed is, is that each individual, as I was asking questions, one of the basis for creating speed is that you've got to have foundation, right? So one of the foundations that I teach a lot of my clients is about going back to your core vision, right? So what is a vision? Okay. A vision is essentially um, what is the long-term, what, what is it that you want to achieve in the long-term, right? And you remember a vision and a mission is very different from each other, right? So a vision is, you know, in terms of where we're going long-term and it should be kind of around sort of the 10 years plus because then it gives people a structure. It gives people a direction or a goal to move towards. Right? So this particular financial company, they didn't really have a vision and their values. A lot of the values were completely disproportionate uh, to each other, but also they weren't aligned to the company. So I was like, well, first of all, you've got to start to, and and they were bickering between each other, right? They were bickering and arguing, not respecting each other's opinion. And literally it was a toxic culture between these guys. There was only four of them, but they just weren't gelling. They weren't connecting. They weren't clicking. And so I just said to them, I was like, you need to go back to that. You need to go back to the vision. You need to go back to foundations. Because I think what a lot of companies, if you're listening to this, by the way, a lot of companies, big and small, okay, overlook the core foundations. So the core foundation is going back to your vision. What is the big long-term goal? What is it that you want to achieve? What is your mission? Okay. What is your mission every day? What is, what is it that the, that your staff, your workforce, your team, you, what is it that you do every day? What gives you this motivation or your energy? And what are the values, right? So what are the values of, now, if you're a decision maker, by the way, or an entrepreneur, okay, um, your values essentially are going to be linked to not just you personally, but also going to be unique. It's not just about saying them, but it's taking, it's the behaviors within your culture. That's what it's about. So, and also, you know, for me, it's about seeing, I love to see people's values. I like to practice what you preach at the end of the day. That's so, so important. So if you took a, if you look at examples, now some, some really great examples of companies that have got, become, I'm going to call complacent, right? Big and small, by the way. Okay. So if we look at, depending on when you're, where you're listening to this, it's going to depend on uh, if you relate to some of the, th- some of the examples I'm going to give you, but you guys probably know of Tower Records or in the UK, uh, HMV. Now, at a time, Tower Records and HMV back in the heyday, especially around sort of the 70s, the 80s, even the 90s, right? They were juggernauts in the music industry. You know, they represented big artists and, you know, you, you'd go into a, a HMV or a Tower Records, you pick up your records, your LPs, your CDs, um, and things like that. But then what came, what came about was Spotify. Spotify came in because they knew that uh, people were going online more. They can anticipate people going online more. And so you could essentially listen to anything, even get a free account, listen to people's music, essentially, completely for free. And um, HMV and, well, Tower Records don't really exist anymore. Well, they definitely don't in in Europe anyway. Um, Not that I'm aware of. And HMV, I think they've got like one or two stores and that's pretty much it. And 
the reason why they failed as a business is because they didn't adapt to the climate. They didn't take uh, you know, the consumers, uh, should we say, habits into consideration. They, they were too slow to move and adapt with the times. Uh, it's exactly the same as, you know, uh, with Blockbuster Video, for example. And I'm sure that each and every single one of you, especially in uh, North America, Canada, and Europe in particular, is that Blockbuster Video was kind of the, the big heyday, right, back in the 90s, where you'd go down to the local video store, pick up your VHS, pick up your popcorn and your soda and stuff like that, and you go home, watch a movie, two nights later, you take it back. You know, and that was, that was I, I, I have memories going down to Blockbuster Video, which is crazy, right? But then what changed, what changed Blockbuster Video? Well, again, they became complacent. They failed to adapt and learn about people's shopping habits, yeah? This is when Netflix came in, okay? Netflix essentially, they essentially wiped Blockbuster off the planet. You know, that's that's why, block, in fact, I think there was like one Blockbuster video left in Canada or Alaska or something like that, and they recently closed down. I, I'd have to check that out. But anyway, um, same for Woolworths. And, and if you guys are listening to this in the UK, right, I know there's Woolworths in Australia, uh, but Woolworths was a big juggernaut, you know, they did uh, convenience uh, convenience products and uh, food products, you know, a whole array of different stuff. They, I love the Ladybird clothing line and stuff like that. But again, they failed to adapt to people, to consumers' uh, habits. Uh, and then Amazon came in. So when Amazon appeared on the market, okay, they understood what people's habits, how they were changing and things like that. They're a big juggernaut now. You know, they're one of the biggest and, and, and most wealthiest companies in the world now. You don't really see Woolworths. Woolworths, I think, is like online only. So these are just like big examples. Uh, some of them are, you know, big examples. Some of them are much smaller. And, and it doesn't matter. The fundamentals don't change. You have to. And and, and you've got to look at your, you got to look at your, think to yourself, well, why is it, that these guys failed when it wasn't just because they failed to adapt, but there's a number of reasons why a lot of smaller companies also um, don't survive. Well, number one is because of bureaucracy. Okay. Bureaucracy and politics. Okay. Um, Because there's one thing that I never, ever, ever bring into business, which is bureaucracy or politics. So the thing is, does bureaucracy pay the bills? No. Does politics pay the bills? No. Does perfectionism pay bills? No, it does not. So here's my point, guys, right? If you bring those things into business, okay, they're going to slow your company right down, okay? And so, so important to think about that. If you've got those things in your company, right, big or small, okay, you need to eliminate those things straight away. If you eliminate those things, okay, I can personally guarantee you, you will get natural speed, I will guarantee you that you will get natural speed. Push those things aside, you will get natural speed. So a way to really kind of take that into consideration more than anything else. Um, the other thing as well is around speed. So in terms of me, uh, if we look at the um, we look at this year, for example, and the game changer summit and things like that, um, is creating an idea. So I'm, I love creating new ideas, right? And, and I'm sure that you guys also love creating new ideas, especially if you are trying to find your way or you're trying to find your feet in terms of if you have a, a service or a speaker, or if you're a business, uh, bricks and mortar business or whatever it is, and you're trying to transition into the digital world is coming up with new ideas 
but new ideas are great, but implementation is even better. Okay. Um, you can, you need to focus on, um, work ethic. Okay. When I say work ethic is creating a culture of hustle, working hard is going to trump anything in business. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So what I find right now, what I, what I found right now is that there's a lot of confusion, confusion in the world right now. Okay. And some of you are waiting for normality, whatever that looks like. Let, let's just face it, right? There's, there's no such thing as normality. So I can tell you that for sure. Number two is that a lot of you, some of you guys are waiting for everything to be perfect. Perfect world, perfect people, uh, perfect product, whatever it is, you're waiting for the perfect opportunity, whatever that looks like, okay? It's made up in your head, all right? Just get it out there, all right? There's no such thing as perfectionism, okay? I'm a real big believer of that. So, so, super important. But um, it's all about how quickly you can implement, adapt to the market, okay, and stay ahead of the competition, all right? Well, it's not even about staying ahead of the competition. It's about what is it that you can do differently from what other people can do? What is it that you can bring to the table that what other people are not, okay? So what are you identifying in terms of, you know, the market, the needs, the anticipation. So one of the things that we did back, actually back in um, uh, March, for example, we did some due diligence and some market research, right? We wanted to find out what people's pain, pain points was. What is it that kept them up at night, right? And as soon as we found that information out, we then created something. We came up with an idea, which was the summit, for example, and we essentially went back to those people. And we said, listen, we've got a great summit. We're thinking about doing this, this, and this. this is, um, these are the benefits. This is what, how it's going to help you. Would you be interested in participating? And of course, 98% of people turned around and said yes. So, you know, this is a, and I think this is so important is that, listen, I know that there's so much going on in the world right now, okay? Media, distractions, pandemic, uh, economy, and things like that. But listen, I want to say this to you up front, really, really up front, because those are the things that you cannot control. You cannot control those things in your life. What you can control is how is it that your business is going to thrive in these times? Now, there are people out there, including myself, it, that are, have a business that is absolutely thriving right now. Now, you've got to think to yourself, well, how is that possible, Adam? Well, it's possible because number one is that, number one, I've created a vision. I'm on a, I'm on a massive mission right now to, well, not just inspire and energize people, but I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to help. Well, I'm, when, I'm not even saying help people. I would probably say from my perspective, I've actually changed my tune. Uh, for me, my big mission really is to inspire people so that they can create the clarity they need so that they can take fast and decisive action. That's what I love. And I love working with you know small business owners and, and entrepreneurs and creative entrepreneurs, as you know, uh, moving forwards. But listen, it's all about hustle right? It's all about hustle. What is it that you can make a difference to people's lives? Uh, and how can you do so? I was going to say, what does speed actually do though? If you start creating speed in your life, okay, what does it actually do? Well, number one, it creates momentum, but it, it also increases your confidence. 
When you increase your confidence, you start to see results. And when you start to see results, you start to get excited. You start to get that energy. You start to, I don't know about you guys, but what gets you fired up, right? It's really going to ignite a lot of things. Now, I know that a lot of people are going through some tough times, but listen, if you execute quickly, now listen, I only have the tw same 24 hours a day, seven days a week, like everybody else, right? Okay. The only difference is, is that I, I know the secret ingredients or the cooking ingredients they, that you need to create speed. So if you haven't got a pen and paper handy, which you should have done already, is make sure that you take these ingredients into consideration because then you can add it to the recipe that you've already got and essentially you can then create the speed that you need in your business. Secondly, speed crushes limitations. If you have limiting beliefs in yourself, if you have, if you, uh, I suppose, are distracted by so many different things, Speed helps you focus because when you move fast, okay, you essentially, I don't know about you, but for me, I'm on, a, I'm on cloud nine, right? Do you know what I mean by that, by cloud nine? Um, I'm on a different planet for half the time. And, and, and I say that in the nicest possible way. For me, I don't worry about what's happening in the world and that kind of stuff. What I worry about is, is, what is the impact that I want to create? What value can I bring to the table? How can I help people? You know, um, how can I make people's lives easier? Okay. What is it that I can do differently to inspire people, motivate people? Okay. Because if you come up with that analogy, all right, then I can guarantee you that speed will become your best friend. Okay. Speed will become your best friend. And the other thing as well is, You've got to create a culture of speed because if you execute quickly, if you take action fast, okay, then your team members, your staff members are also going to be inspired by your fast action taking, all right? And, and in this times, you don't have time to sit around, procrastinate, uh, twiddle your thumbs and worry about what's happening in the world and the economy and the pandemic and that kind of stuff. You cannot control these things. What you can control is how you show up every day. What you can control is what difference that you can make to people's lives. What you can control is how you give value to people and how you show up and how you can effectively take action. So listen, guys, I hope that today's Power Up Thursday has given you a few ideas about how you can increase speed in your business. Um, if you have any comments, by the way, feel free to reach out to me, of course, um, on social media or on the podcast, of course. We're, we love seeing comments. We love seeing reviews. Uh, it's amazing. We've just been, um, I was just actually taking a look at some of the recent reviews we've had, and I just want to, I just want, I'm just so absolutely um, drawn back by some of the amazing lives that we are impacting from around the world. So just want to say thank you so much, guys. Listen, if you enjoy this episode, please share it with somebody else that would be an entrepreneur, business owner, or just in general, someone that is going through tough times right now. We want to help those guys. And uh, if you get some value from this, please, please, please do share it with other people. Listen, I hope that you've enjoyed today. Uh, we'll see you back on the next Game Changers Experience Power Up Thursdays. Take care. See you soon. Hey, you guys, I just want to say thank you so much for listening in to this episode of the Game Changers Experience. I hope that you got some amazing value, some great insights, 
and golden nuggets that you can implement into your business straight away. I would really, really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review on the button below. Have a fantastic day and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.